Exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and to my immediate left is my other co-host who will go ahead and say his name now. Hello, my name is John Parnasek, and together Brandon and I are just a couple of rude dads, rude dads, we're just a couple of rude dads. Is that every time? Do you yes. do that every show? Every, every time. Oh. Our fans demand it. <laughs> um, and uh, that voice you are hearing right now is our special honorary rude dude of the week, uh, who will introduce himself now. Hello there, I'm Brad Pike. Welcome, Brad, uh, to How Rude. Uh, you covered with us The Heartbreak Kid, an episode about what? We'll find out, but first, we need to ask you about your relationship with the show. Did you grow up with Full House? Um, <laughs> do you have fond memories? Did you like hate a it? Real creep right now. <laughs> what did you uh, tell me? <laughs> what did you tell me? What did you hmm, tell me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't really have fond memories of the show. I have very limited ideas about the show. Like I know that. There's a lot of uh, small children in it, mm-hmm. and uh, three to be exact. There's a handsome man, and the dad loves to clean. Which one is the handsome man? Joey. You a big fan of the comedian? No. Oh, and he's got Joey has that weird puppet that he brings out sometimes. That's right. Yes. It's like a beaver. Mm-hmm. It's a woodchuck. It's woodchuck. woodchuck. Yes. And it's just a cute, feel-good, fluffy <laughs> '90s sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was my. My my big show growing up was uh, Home Improvement. That was yes. My, I know a lot about Home Improvement, but okay, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> we could pause, watch an episode of Home Improvement, and restart it. I still don't understand who the handsome one is. Oh, what's his name? The is it Jesse? You're thinking Jesse? Jesse. Jesse. Yes. Yeah. Jesse right. is clearly the handsome one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not Danny Bob Saget. It's mm-hmm. not Joey. Dave Coulier. You're an unattractive man, Dave Coulier. He's on that show Grandfathered. Yes. Yes. He is. Which is still going or canceled? No, canceled. That's long canceled. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Brad, if uh, you were to encounter Brandon and I on the street and you were uh, dying, like bleeding from the gut, Mm -hmm. and the last thing you needed to do if you wanted to get into the pearly gates through them, uh-huh. Uh, was to summarize this in one sentence. How would you summarize the heartbreak? Kid? Oh, uh, Michelle's deluded fantasy world overtakes reality. <laughs> yep. Yeah, perfect. It's like someone took a ball peen hammer and cracked her head open like an eggshell. Yeah, and yeah. her dreams sort of spilled out. And, and you know what I'm realizing reality. now is uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but the, in the cold open, she is playing daddy to her friend Mm -hmm. Denise Denise and just in that little scene she allows that role playing to overtake the reality like she knows that they're not supposed to jump on the bed Mm -hmm. but because they're she's caught up in this role playing she they 
jump on the bed. So it's a setting us up for the I, the premise that Michelle doesn't know what's real anymore. Right. It's a slippery slope, I think, yeah. is what they're trying How? to say. Like, it's yeah. all fun and games until you involve other people in your delusions. Yeah. And then it gets out of control. How crazy would it be if this was the intent of this show the entire time? Like, the show's lead up for six seasons. Yes. It's just like, it's just a fun family sitcom. And then there's this one episode. And then we try to have another sitcom episode. But Michelle's still, like, behaving oddly. They're yeah. like... Michelle, we solved this. Yeah, we, we last covered week. This, yeah, Michelle. you're you're fine. And she's yeah, like, Michelle, you're not married to Steve. You're not married. <laughs> we to him. we said that to you point blank, yeah. and you accepted it. You've been in that wedding dress. It's starting to stink. <laughs> yeah, th- this is, take it off. You're a Dickens character. You're a Miss Havisham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did uh, basically cover it, but I, I think it would be wrong for us to not uh, say so officially. Yeah. Uh, let us talk about the cold open. Yes. So Denise has a strong presence throughout this episode. We have not seen her this season. I don't think we've seen her since the Yankee Doodle Dandy episode where a little gay boy named Derek sort of Trojan horsed his way into our lives. And we haven't seen him since. Yankee Doodle Dandy. He's the best character in the world and he should have his own show. And yet he doesn't. (laughs) Instead, we get Denise. So, yes, it's Denise and Michelle. Yes. Um, And uh, they are playing house. So they want to... um, uh, Well, Denise originally just wants to jump on the bed. Denise is bored out of her fucking skull. She's like, I hate coming over here. Your family is so (laughs) milquetoast. Your your uncle is doing bad impressions. Your dad is telling me not to touch anything because Mm -hmm. he thinks I'm going to, like, dirty the place up. Can we please just jump on the bed so I can have some sort of release? And uh, Michelle tells her... Oh, my dad would not like that. I do not think so. Do you want to do something else instead? Denise is like, let's play house. Okay, I'll be the big, strong daddy. Okay, and I'll be the kid. Can we jump on the bed? What did I tell you, you little bitch? Yeah, but you're the dad now. Mmm, power. Power beyond all reason. (laughs) I could tear this whole place down and get insurance money if I wanted to do. But first, let's jump on the bed. Yay, and then they jump on the bed, and that is the... Cold open! Yes. Mm-hmm. What's happening in this opening scene that you can recall, Brad? Um, so many moving pieces. We have Kimmy at the uh, dining room table. She has just finished sealing her last Valentine's Day card. Oh, Kimmy has almost nothing to do. That's the only She's appearance gone after of Kimmy. This. Yeah, and what was she doing? She was sealing... She was sealing Valentine's Day cards, and Steve sees this stack in front of her, and he goes, Well, Kimmy, you know a lot of guys. You must, like, sit on a lot of dick. Uh, tubular. <laughs> Pizza. And Kimmy basically says, Oh, no, 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 no. Make no mistake. These three cards are addressed to real people that I know. The other 47 are addressed to occupant. So, presumably, she's sending them to who? Strangers? That's mysterious. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, this is just a shot in the dark. It's like, mm-hmm. it, you have uh, you, you, you have male genitalia. You're a receptacle for my affections. Mm-hmm. I want this. Well, let's yeah. just go to the mailbox and see what's in here today. Oh, I am an occupant. Yeah, I do occupy this. I should open this up. I mean, technically, I'm a police. I was about to say a dragon spray of glitter. Oh, it's my mouth. What's the smell like? You have been cordially invited. Huh? Eight, 
What does happen? Oh, God. Six, say yes. Five, say yes. Uh, Four, say oh, yes. God, what's Three, say yes. Uh, Two, say yes. Uh, One, say uh, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, a perfume of... A you wake up in smoke. the back of a van. <laughs> <laughs> it's straight up misery. Just Kathy Bates, like, bashing your knees in with a fucking sledgehammer. Knock your knees. So, yeah, is the idea... Because I thought she was going to mail them out as well, but I guess she's standing on a street corner, and if she sees hot dudes, she's like... Yeah, no. so I guess I'm not familiar with the... The, the characters really so I don't know what their whole thing is so is Kimmy just always hitting on guys is she like a Kimmy loves star? She's, she's a horny little girl oh <laughs> that's cute but everyone loathes her actually the oh. last couple of episodes we've had feature Kimmy a lot more and we've oh. talked a lot about how Kimmy is basically a punching bag for everybody in the family because she's sexually woke yeah <laughs> and she mocks everyone in the family especially yeah. Stephanie and they don't like that kind of talk. You don't mm-hmm. question the tanners. Mm-hmm. And her feet smell. Her strike feet three. smell. Every time she takes off her shoes, literally everyone in the room goes, <laughs> Also, why is she taking her shoes off all the, all, all the You know, time? like you do. She's got <laughs> corns. She's got, like, bleeding no, hangnails. <laughs> yeah. Like, her hangnail, like, just, like, yellowed, caked, scale oh. crust. Oh, yeah, that throw. was a weird shot in the in the show where they just zoomed in <laughs> on that. It was like a Tim and Eric episode. I was like, why, like, did they, why are they showing us this? They cut to the foot, and you just heard this quivering note on a keyboard, like, and then it cut back to Kimmy sweating. <laughs> and then it cut back to the foot. And then just, like, crying baby sound effects in the background. <laughs> Pigs being stuck. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's your pig (laughs) being stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's my pig. Exactly. Okay, yes. So um, they're 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 doing their Valentine's uh, Day thing and Michelle Well they're getting ready for a bake sale. Yes. I'm not really sure where the money is going for the bake sale, but they're doing well. That was a thing, was Michelle so Michelle doesn't know that it's Valentine's Day. Right. She's six years old. She has no concept of Valentine's Day. She knows what she Christmas is. She sees heart-shaped cookies, can't conceptualize yeah, why cookies would be heart-shaped, mm-hmm. doesn't know what a heart is, has never seen... Kimmy shows her one, though. Yes. Baboon heart. And Michelle nearly vomits oh. right there in the kitchen. Yeah. Anatomy! Michelle doesn't even seem to fully understand the concept of courtship or love or romance on no. any even sort of basic She's like an level. alien that's dropped down to earth and is being introduced Excuse to all me. these concepts for the first time. Look at these shortbread. These are cookies. Yeah, I know cookies. Why <laughs> a ship with? Stupid. <laughs> so Steve decides to expose Michelle to this world. Yeah. <laughs> he exposes Michelle to a boy. <laughs> so he takes icing. He writes a little M on the cookie, gives it to her and says, and you're my special Valentine today. And she's Excuse like, me. Mm. Um, I feel it wiggle. And she, she goes to leave. Does stops. this mean, does this initiate the life bond? Are we <laughs> bonded for life? Oh, I know what this is. I'm yes. imprinting. <laughs> I'm imprinting. <laughs> Their t- tail vines like yeah. mesh together. Just quiver fuck. Um, does she, as she's walking away from him, does she spin? No, yes. She just stops well, and turns. turns. Okay. Sighs. Continues. And that's when we get that first sound cue where it's like, not the wedding march, mm-hmm. but it's this synth of like, la, 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 la. I'm never going to eat this cookie. Never going to eat this cookie. Do you think she ever did eat that cookie or no. that she kept it in a, that's what we see a special like, drawer like five episodes later. Like, 
Oh, she's okay. a 26 year old bitch. It's like Fuller House, and like she just has a random cameo where she opens the drawer, finally takes out the cookie. Uh, <laughs> just and licks so, the frosting. And somewhere, oh. somewhere, Steve has a stroke because it's a yeah. cookie, and he goes, "Oh, oh God!" Oh. That's why Michelle can't be on Fuller House because she's too ashamed to be around Steve. No, we all know what the truth is. By the time Fuller House comes around, she's in an asylum <laughs> in the wedding dress. <laughs> a tiny dress, like clinging to her body, yeah. like a glove. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll visit. One day he'll visit. He'll still bring me out of here. The doctors actually think that it would be healthy if she could like confront Who? this part of her. Michelle. Who? Michelle. I don't know. You. That's DJ. Who? You're trying to fuck her sister. No. No relation. I Mrs. Steve. That's my name. <laughs> What's Steve's name? Michelle Steve Steve Steve. Michelle Steve Steve Michelle. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So th- a po- an important part is they say to her, "This is." True love, okay. like this represents this exchange represents true love, and that's when they unwittingly, because everyone in this family is a stone cold caveman idiot, mm-hmm. they they like just imprint expectations in her. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Steve loves you, Michelle. So whatever like happens, no other is, man will is their fault. Yeah, um, and so we cut upstairs, upstairs, like straight up as high as you can go. The tallest tower of the Tanner House. The attic. The attic. The belfry. You can go anywhere in the Tanner House except the attic. Why? It's forbidden. (laughs) So Jesse's upstairs, and he has a little white suitcase. (laughs) And he's... I I looked at this little device he brings out, and I was convinced that he had an Xbox 360. Just, like, the size and shape of it. It's an Xbox Mini. It had little green... like stuff on it. What would the implications of that be? Like what if he if put that's really that he, that he had a future console? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine he like hooks it up to the TV <laughs> and starts playing yeah, like Xbox? Halo? Everyone's just like, what? what? No one questions it. <laughs> like so Michelle's playing like Super Nintendo. He's like, no, 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 no. On a low res TV, even like yeah. it's like Halo pops up and everyone's ears just start bleeding and their eyes <laughs> scale over. Have you seen? Oculus, have you seen Oculus what? Rift? And then just looks at the camera and says, "Have you seen Oculus Rift?" And then you realize you've been wearing a VR set for years. Huh? But no, it's not an Xbox 360. What is it? Computer. Computer. It is a laptop. Laptop. Um, it is all white. It is chunky. Very. But chunky. it is smaller than. I expected. expected. There's no mouse, which is bizarre. There's no power cord. It's just like... Out. What, out. Is it run on double A's? I think it's just a word processor. I think it's barely anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Because if there were programs beyond that, you would need a fucking mouse. So the, the, the joke here is that Jesse is now old and out of touch with modern day technology. Well, it's hilarious because Becky makes fun of him. She's like, oh, congratulations. You finally entered the computer age, mm-hmm. which I think is oddly... I'm surprised that that joke is there because I would think that at that point, everyone was basically getting their first computers. Like if you were like a family, like this would be like your first computer in this part of the fucking century. Mm -hmm. It's if you had a computer in the mid to late eighties, like that would have been rare. Another thing I wrote down is that like he's on the couch doing stuff on the computer. He leans into DJ very sharply or, or Stephanie. Yeah. 
I don't know these fucking people's names. <laughs> she le- he, he leans into Stephanie so, like, sharply, and this tiny little girl just goes, like, flying. <laughs> As, like, because he's, like, joking. Right? And he's, like, he says some, like, computer joke, and then he's, like, <laughs> And she's, like, what the? <laughs> Come on, I'll show you. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. They've never had a strong relationship, Stephanie and Jesse. No, Jesse and Stephanie's chemistry is nothing compared to Jesse and Michelle's nothing. chemistry. They have a burning, crackling energy that I really like. <laughs> Michelle's like, if I can't have Steve, Je- Jesse. Uncle Jesse. They just had a couple episodes ago, Michelle like went on a date with Jesse, and it was really fucking weird. She's like, what will I wear? They gotta stop doing... Fucking their daughter? Yeah, niece. like sexualizing their daughter. Like... I she, fucked my niece last night. When I was that age... <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Danny. <laughs> like, all this role-playing adult stuff is, is, is fine when it's just like, ooh, I'm, I'm cooking just like mommy, or I'm, I'm just uh, doing whatever just like mommy. I'm dressing up just like mommy. But when it's like... Where's mommy? I'm dating just like mommy. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going on a honeymoon just like mommy. <laughs> what happens on a honeymoon, Jesse? What happens on the honeymoon? Why can't you... Why are you getting so uncomfortable? Does the woman show her shoulder first or her leg first? Oh, no. To intentalize him. She does ask about... Because uh, Michelle um, is curious. Uh, so curious. De- Denise tells her... When she goes back to Denise, she's like, oh, Steve's like my Valentine. We're in love. And Denise is like, oh, you guys are going to get married. And she's like, oh, that's the next step. Yes, I must ask him to marry me. Oh, do they have, like, the only scene I can remember with Denise is, like, after she gets the proposal. I think that's when, I think that's the only other scene with Denise because Michelle comes to her and is like, I'm getting married to Steve. Don't tell anybody. And then Denise is like, who gives her the idea for marriage? Because she brings the cookie back to someone. God, I can't remember who plants that idea. I think idea. it's Denise. Okay. I, I think they do have a scene where she's like... Sense. But Denise also is the one who's like, Michelle, you've gone mad. <laughs> Michelle, you've gone mad. That's not real. And, <laughs> and Michelle, Steve's girlfriend. Yeah, and Michelle is like, no. Not anymore. This is real. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> and then squeezes her, squeezes her skull until it cracks in her hands. <laughs> God. Oh, the mess that would make. Takes her thumbs and just inserts them. But in Denise pieces. never screams. Yeah, she just, just goes, like, it's fine. It's fine. I knew this would happen one I day. I accept this. I accept this. <laughs> uh, cutting away from that whole arc for just a second, because idiotically, for whatever reason, we have this C plot. See for crappy, where uh, Joey is going to do some spring cleaning in his room with Danny because apparently Danny is like pushing for it. Like, mm-hmm. you're a messy fucking Well, that's slob. his whole thing, is he wants things to be clean. clean. I know that about the show, is he's always clean. vacuuming. There's all these jokes about how clean he is. Why did they think that this was going to be an endless source of comedy? Jesse's cool, Danny's clean, and Joey's funny. Okay, okay, I get it. So and he's you the can- tightwad. Yes. yes, of the his ass is like the so tight that he couldn't shit if he wanted. He's to. the Skylar White, and they're all Breaking Bad. Skylar White, loosely based on Danny Taylor. <laughs> Stop right. having fun making drugs. I'm the wife. That's the show to me. <laughs> I fucking hate Skylar. She's such a bitch. People do really. Are just you like read that it? <laughs> yeah, I, that is all that it is. Um. So yeah. 
I'm surprised that Danny is even letting Joey live his life to the extent that he is. Because mm-hmm. Danny's like, oh, you haven't cleaned your room in months and months. And I'm like, wouldn't Danny just, like, do it? Wouldn't Danny just, like, bash in the door one day and be like, get out. I'm cleaning your entire room because he, you're a baby. Side note, Joey is kind of a cautionary tale for improvisers. <laughs> because this is what happens when you just... Don't give up when you're bad, when you're bad at comedy and you never give it up and you get older and older. And then soon you're living with your, 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 your brother. Uh, what is it? What is Dan- relationship? Danny is his like friend. best friend. They're you're living with friends. your best friend in his child's old bedroom in what appears to be a teenage boys bedroom now yeah with these posters and like please go into the poster that he has on his wall oh there's like a a, what is it mr america America. who's just like a buff old man it's It's a reagan Reagan. oh it's reagan it's a buff reagan it's like it's like a mad magazine cartoon of reagan swelled out it's like arnold schwarzenegger pro reagan is he is this trying to say he's like right wing or i think if you hang that up I don't know. You're either being ironic or you love it. Joey didn't get it. He was just like a president on a muscle man body. That's funny. funny. <laughs> clip, clip, <laughs> ludicrous. Clip, clip, clip. <laughs> Do you think Joey cuts comic strips out of the newspaper that he likes? Oh, of course. Like every day he cuts out Garfield. <laughs> also, his which is something that I do. Comedy icons. <laughs> what do you mean? I clipped Garfield out of the newspaper oh. every day. Got my orange scissors. Orange like Garfield? For half of it? You so when Did you went to when you went to public half? school and you saw all those posters that were like, you know, Garfield like with a book and he's like I hate Mondays, but I love reading. <laughs> you were like, that's funny. I like that. I should start reading. No, I was probably the kid that was like, I got on the ground floor. I already know Garfield. I'm, I'm not uh, being introduced to Garfield. I know him via personally. I know all of his idiosyncrasies. I really liked. Hates normal. In hates normal. Wants to fuck our lead's cat pussy. Not, In, to, <laughs> not to get really off track, but normal is normal. a girl yes. cat. No. Are we sure? Oh. Because I feel like I looked this up. In the cartoon, she was. It was a. It was a girl. girl okay. Voice. Okay. Because in the comic, it's a. Boy cat. She has eyelashes, though. I think the cartoon indicators that any cat with eyelashes, like Arlene, is a girl with a pussy. Or just Nermal's doesn't need to be bound by gender. Nermal is gender fluid? Yeah. Is Nermal trains? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Nermal anymore. I'm Norm. This is is not something for me. It's something you need to ask the creator of Garfield. (laughs) I'm not comfortable asking Jim Davis. (laughs) I want to talk to Normal and let her speak for him slash (laughs) herself. I want to refer to Normal in the way that he, she is most comfortable. Jim, can you put Normal on the line for me? (laughs) And then Jim goes, all right. Okay. This is Normal now. (laughs) (laughs) Why is Normal? It's Pat. I don't know. I used to. Jim, it better not be you doing a voice. (laughs) It better not be you doing a voice. I want to talk to Normal. Normal, why aren't you returning my emails? (laughs) Um, I met somebody else. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but Jim Davis only knows how to do one voice, so it's like, it's me, John. It's me, the sexy veterinarian. John wants to fuck. I used to get in uh, the Scholastic like books. Um, there you that uh, where I like at school. Remember the Scholastic um, the fairs? Yeah. So there would be these Garfield books, but it was mm-hmm. Garfield and his like superhero alter egos. Like they'd go to like a different dimension. And it's like Garfield, but he's all like buffed out, and Odie's like buffed out, and so it's like the Garfield characters get warped into another dimension where they're superheroes. It's a whole well, series that happened. So like on the Garfield show, this Garfield is now. Friends. Hi there, welcome to the Garf Pod. Garf Pod. We got to get a better title than Garf Pod. Garf Pod. Uh, we're going to be talking Garfield for the rest of the hour. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time. We didn't want this time to come. We got to do it. We got to review A Tale of Two Kitties. I know it's not the best, but it's, we got to cover it. was called it. Garfield's Pet Force. Yeah. Oh, brother. On the animated... It was by Jim Davis. On the animated it? series, they would often kind of cut to these imaginary fantasy worlds that Garfield's would have in his mind. So some, some of them would be like sci-fi or... These all images of Garfield as a superhero. There's a CGI Garfield. There's a show. sexuality to this that I do not find comfortable. Oh, there's something wrong with this. Garfield with abs. Yeah, Garfield is like a guy who like would crush my head while I was like. Hey, blowing. everyone, go on Google and type in "sexy Garfield." See what you find. And you'll see what we're looking at right now. No, he didn't put in "sexy Garfield." Also, be sure to tweet. Photos of sexy Garfield at Brandon Shockney and John no. Pernasek. <laughs> to be fair, Brandon's Twitter is B-Shock, so if you... W- oh, no! <gasps> oh, no. yeah, that's good content. No, this is Keep bad Keep on content. dreaming, human Garfield. This is not good. Again, this is all visual. <laughs> it's just Garfield with titties. And oh, uh, barbed wire uh, tattoo. All right, we do need to, I think, Get back move to the slowly sh- back. Episode. Everyone's unsubscribed. Odie's juicy booty <laughs> is staring at me. What is that? This is horrifying. What's a new pussycat? Golly. All right, that's enough. All right. We are absolutely done. Put that down. <laughs> Um, how do we even get into, oh yeah, Joey, he's a loser who clips out comics. And His bedroom is a teenage boy's bedroom. It is really heartbreaking to see. This is a man. <laughs> Brandon, I know, that, I know that you like these, yeah, these photo sets that you get to move through, but I think that wasn't under sexy Garfield, was it? Yes, it was. No, that's a child in a Garfield outfit. Yeah, but his pose is very sexy. <laughs> Enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm making, I'm putting a moratorium on this. Uh, so yeah, Danny opens the closet and it's the joke of the, the, the closet is a wall of filth and clutter because mm-hmm. I like to think that Joey cannot throw anything away. Porter. Uh, we, we prove that because he has a fucking sad ass note from this woman named Bar, 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 It's the loneliest. This whole scene is just a heartbreaking window into Joey's sad, lonely, mm. miserable life as a washed-up has-been comedian. And, well, and, and Danny, Dan, and Danny for too. being a, like, broken man who can't get over, like, his dead wife looms over him, so now any sense of, like, the past or loves that he may have lost. How did his wife die? Car accident, car accident. drunk driver. Car accident. Did car they ever accident. find the drunk driver? No. <laughs> they yet. never find Not the yet. drunk driver? Also, why is that 
why is that the thing they chose? Drunk driver. No, that's such a. Drunk it tragic. is. They just haven't said it yet. They've. I've looked it up in another episode. Until we see it, it's not unproven. It's not canon. Until we see a full flashback of her being crushed like a yeah. wheel, like in death proof, like a, a car tire. I hope it's like signs. Like I hope he finds her, like at, <laughs> at the moment that she's pinned. <laughs> And, and then she just says stuff that will preview things that happen on the show. Let Michelle like, get married. Let Michelle get married to Steve. Who's Steve? And you'll you'll find out. And Jesse. Spinal fluid leaking. Tell him to stop the twins from eating crayons. Don't let them eat their own crayons. Dead of a salesman. Dead of a salesman. Turn to Stephanie. What does what does that mean? What does that mean? I think she wants me to lash out at Stephanie in physical. Displays like an animal. <laughs> Kimmy's feet. Kimmy's feet. Kimmy's feet. What about them? Who's Kimmy? <laughs> no. And then Michelle slides out of her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> she's covered in spinal fluid, and she's like, <laughs> she stands up. <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> Scuttles. <laughs> Scuttles along the ground. <laughs> Take me home to Nadetti. So yeah, to explain this note, it's from this woman named Barbara Ann. Danny used to date her, but what he didn't know is that after they broke up, Barbara Ann dated Joey. Joey kept that a secret for 20 years. And to wrap that entire thing up, because it's so idiotic and unnecessary, they call her. They look her up in the fucking oh, yellow pages. and there's no Facebook. No, they had to look up, like, tiny text, like, oh, there she is, Barbara Ann Vlasic, or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I was just using both of you to <laughs> fuck Jesse. Oh. He's, what, he's married? He's, he has babies. I'll change that. And this whole plot line is so dark. No, Barbara dark. Ann, don't slit your wrists. No. It's so dark. <laughs> and as she's dying, bye, bye. And a a poor singer-songwriter who's passing by gets a great idea for a song. (laughs) I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that from that dying woman. (laughs) (laughs) He gets all his great ideas from when he walks it off into the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. So that that is that entire plot. Yes. Um, So, uh, yeah, at a certain point, Michelle gets this idea, probably from Denise, uh, we'll never know, um, to propose to Steven. He says, yes, because DJ's sort of like... Sick, like kind of getting she's, this sick pleasure out she's, of it. Yeah, she's getting something from it. She's yeah. like, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like that a little girl like wants my boyfriend. Say yes, Steve. I love the idea of being cuckolded. And then once you once you guys are married, then like we'll meet me behind the house, <laughs> and then you can oh. rut me like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> like Steve, if I if I was Michelle, like and you could like do whatever you wanted, like what would you do to Michelle? <laughs> Oh, show me what you would do to her. It's a fantasy. Like, it's safe. It's a fantasy. Are you wearing a diaper? Hold on. What kind of subscribers do you have to this podcast? What? They like Garfield, sexy Garfield, and sexy Michelle times. And we give them what they want. You're part of it now. There's a lot of activity on DeviantArt. I'm very excited that they're going to make more jokes about this small child getting fucked by... Oh, fucked. <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I have nothing more to add. I mean, fucked. Here's the thing is, 
the show is kind of making those jokes. Yeah. Yes. They, they bring are. up the honeymoon and Jesse's trying to explain what a honeymoon is. And why is it that difficult to just say, well, after the wedding, we go and we have a trip and we have a great time together because we're married and it's so fun to be with each other on this trip. Why can't you just say that? Why do you have to be like, um, we, we I take my dick out and put it in her. Oh, why did I say that? We know one another. Well, like his mind is clouded by images of him railing Becky. We were busy. Yeah. Yeah, Like I was coming into the room (laughs) and I saw her there nearly ready for dinner. (laughs) Don't say fuck like animals. Don't say fuck like animals in Hawaii. Don't say fuck like animals in Hawaii. We, uh, fuck like animals in Hawaii. Oh no. I put a pineapple in her pussy. Don't tell your dad. Um, Here are the photos. Why am I showing you these? I made a video. Oh no! Old fashioned 60s slides. <laughs> Michelle seems to almost be goading Jesse a little bit like, no, 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 tell What'd me you more. Do? Yeah. yeah. Like, did he have a car? Like, what did you do to her? <laughs> what did you do on the honeymoon? I don't know. I have no idea. Did you use condoms? <laughs> I don't know what those are. <laughs> Did she put a fucking slick finger in your asshole? What's an asshole? Is she Tell shaved me. down there? I don't know what shaved means. <laughs> uh, more computer antics. Um, I knew this was coming from a mile away. Nikki and Alex, because they're little walking corn pops. <laughs> they're minions. They're little minions. They are. They, they, delete Jesse's, they delete Jesse's book report on Death of a Salesman, that classic novel that we've all read in night school because Jesse's taking night school to get his GED. Mm-hmm. He never graduated. Watching Shame. these kids go through their lives... It's a wonder that they live to be this old because surely one of them has just like, get into the bathtub, I dropped the toaster in. <laughs> or just like, I put my tongue in the outlet. Because yeah. <laughs> everything that they do is just yeah. like, can I eat this dust off the table? <laughs> I don't know. They're eating straight up Cheerio yeah. dust like they're impoverished orphan children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Becky finds it hilarious that the book report has been deleted. She's like, what did you boys do? And they're like, oh, God. Oh, God. God. And she's like, isn't that funny, Jesse? They deleted your paper. When I asked them about it, they said, all gone. And Jesse looks at her like, I'll slay your throat. I'll kill you. I read half of Death of a Salesman. (laughs) I printed out the divorce papers. I put them in a secret drawer. (laughs) <laughs> also, his paper is 12 pages long. From what we see, and uh, Brad, you will be reading it out loud again oh, in a second. Boy. Uh, from what we can tell, the first page is the entire paper. I don't understand how it's 12, 12, single-spaced, as we see in the word processor. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Stephanie says, well, it's easy to use a computer. First, you just hit the power button. Then you hit F, and then you hit return, and then you say open thing. And the thing opens, and it says to you, will you? And you say yes, and you say, I shall. And then the computer goes, watch out. And then it's like, careful, I better be. And then the computer touches you, and it's like, is this happening? And then it's like, congratulations, you wrote your book report. <laughs> Old yeah. man, don't you know anything about computers? 
Yeah, his his paper does not adhere to the what five paragraph standard. No, we'll we'll just do this now. Uh, we have the image of the book report, and uh, we're just going to bring this up here. Death of a salesman. Type of work: drama. Author: Arthur Miller. Type of plot: This is how you structure a paper. You start it <laughs> off with just like. What it is, like <laughs> what are the, the types of plots? What are the other types of oh, plots? Oh, the type of plot, social criticism. That's this play. Yes. But what are the other types of plots? Um, revenge. <laughs> uh, action. Uh, queer. Studies. Uh, horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, time of plot, mid-20th century. Yes. Locale, New York. First presented... <laughs> 1949. It, no mention that it's a play. No. Um, Death of a Salesman represents a successful attempt to blend the themes of social and personal tragedy within the same dramatic framework. That's such a bullshit opening line. <laughs> For the story of Willie Loman is also the story of false values sustained by almost every agency of publicity and advertisement in our national life. Willie Loman accepts at face value the over-publicized ideals of material success and blatant... Well, there's the typo. Error. Yeah, ND is supposed to represent and. <clears throat> and blatant optimism, uh, and therein lies his tragedy. His downfall and final defeat illustrate not only the failure of a man, but also the failure of a way of life. The playwright's ability to project the story of his tragic lower middle class hero in the common experience of so many Americans who sustain themselves <laughs> with illusions and ignore question mark. It it's just not seems finished. To go on and on and on. It's and certainly he wrote that question mark because he told everyone that he had written twelve pages, but he had literally just written a paragraph. Um, so yeah, Stephanie brings the paper back, and that's the end of that plot. So to get faster to this uh, wedding a little bit, uh, they come. DJ and Steph, uh, Steve come back from the bake sale where they made fifty dollars. Yeah, we we found that laughable. Which that seems so for like a bake sale that you assume went on for a couple hours, right? And what is it for? Is it for a club? If it's for a club, that might be okay. How much was money worth in the early 90s? Because I was like $50. I feel like you could buy a car with $50. I feel like you could just... In the time? I feel like you could buy a person for $50 back then. 90s. Um, so they come home, and that's when they realize, oh, we're going through with this. Because Denise opens the little door uh, to the kitchen, and she goes, hey, everybody, like, what are you doing sit- standing around in the kitchen? We got a wedding to do. And they walk into this bone-chilling <laughs> nightmare scene. They're just <laughs> stepping into Michelle's nightmare <laughs> fantasy world of, like, stuffed animals that she thinks are people. <laughs> they think She thinks they're her family. And she is coming... I remember I remember where she gets the idea to propose. It's from Danny and Joey because she oh. goes in and she goes, What do you do when you love oh, Yeah, I wrote it down because if 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 a child says this, you need to quiz them on like, who have you been talking to? What what what's going on? We've been talking to about love. What do you do when you love someone? <laughs> if you're a parent, you would go, well, do you Daddy, love someone? Daddy, what do you do when you love someone? Um Do you suck on their tits? What has someone been doing something to you because they love you? Has, Did someone uh, tell you to keep a body secret? Yeah. Have you, has someone been touching your swimsuit areas? Like, what's <laughs> going on? Honey, honey, why are you crying? 
Do we have to take you to the therapist again? <laughs> What's they, Joey been doing? What's Joey been doing? Joey goes, that son of a bitch. He's a grown man. He lives like a child. He thinks he is a child. <laughs> he thinks he can escape adult consequences. God, he's so wrong. <laughs> uh, so they incur- they don't ask any questions, and then they sit down earlier in this episode with Becky, and Becky's like, a wedding? Well, Michelle, I'll tell you all about a wedding, never asks a single question like, why do you want to know about weddings? And like, why is this a point of interest now? M- Michelle mm-hmm. appears at the like stair top of the stairs, and she's... Oh, for the ceremony proper. Yes. She's in a full white dress... Uh, she's got like a New Year's Eve hat, and she took down one of the curtains. It's a tablecloth. It's a tablecloth. As Danny, uh, he's like, ooh, it's getting all messy. A tablecloth, uh, which is her train, which Comet is like, has in his mouth. She's got like a blood theme going on, yeah. because it's red for the crown, and then dark red, weird mm-hmm. flowers. And What's even weirder is, you know that scene at the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey where he's, like, gone through the monolith and mm-hmm. he's, like, seeing all the colors and things, the music that plays? That's the same music that plays <laughs> over mean, this scene you of You Denise playing the kazoo? It's, yeah, it's that same music that plays over the scene of her coming down the stairs in that wedding dress. So, basically... Very strange. <laughs> Very strange choice on the director's part. <laughs> Oh my god, it's full of Michelles. <laughs> and everyone's staring. Millions of Michelles. Yeah. And no one's smiling. <laughs> everyone's like, oh man. Oh no. No, they're all sort of tickled by it because mm-hmm. they all assume that Michelle understands that this is all a farce. But because she's old enough to know. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. <laughs> Steve says, I marry you, Michelle. And Michelle goes, good, I marry you too. She's standing on, like, a pine box from a child's funeral. I don't yeah, know what yeah. she's standing on. So once once they're married, uh, Steve is like, okay, gotta go on a date with DJ. Gotta go fuck DJ's mouth. And she's like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> We're supposed to be together forever. You have... We have you signed the documents. You signed the marriage certificate. And then her you dad takes out a gun and is like, you're staying right here. Oh, it's a shotgun, like, yeah. gasoline alley wedding. Oh, like, yeah. Steve's, here. Steve's parents are filthy rich. You're going to marry all my daughters tonight. <laughs> so let's get this straight. We, we remember the episode where DJ walked around a table with an immigrant and then was married because that's the traditional immigrant way of getting married in mm-hmm. Greece. So she's been mistakenly married. And now Michelle has been mistakenly married. Here's, uh, Stephanie, Stephanie married I was, Harry. I was going to say, here's some trivia for you. After the pretend wedding ceremony, Steve announces he has to go home because his mother is making meatloaf for dinner. Mama's meatloaf. In the second season episode, Middle Age Crazy, Stephanie has a pretend wedding and her husband leaves right afterwards because his mother is making meatloaf for dinner. Oh, that oh, is God. weird. What does second that mean? Second season... Sixth season. What does that mean? I don't even think they understood that they were doing a callback. I'm not convinced that they... No, I think that meatloaf was just their go-to food. <laughs> what do boys like? What do boys like? I and know why what would they, boys this like. Is, where would they... Why would a boy leave? Well, because they want to eat something. This is my favorite. There's... <laughs> pizza. There, there's like goofs section of IMDb. Oh, man. So here's my favorite goof that someone has decided to make about this episode. I assume it's 400 pages long. When Denise calls for everyone to take their places for the pretend wedding, she calls Steve the husband. Since the wedding hasn't actually taken place yet, he'd be the groom. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
fuck <laughs> off. That's not a goof. It's just like a little girl talking. A little girl should Another be- goof. They don't sign a marriage certificate before the wedding. Another, Another goof. goof. They don't fuck. You have to consummate. You have to consummate. During the scene where Michelle and Steve are getting married, Denise tells Steve to go stand by Michelle. You can see he's wearing a watch. Then after he's standing next to Michelle, his watch is gone. Whoa. Because Comet ate it. Another goof. Denise is not an ordained minister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, A bit of trivia. That tablecloth would have fetched a hefty price at an auction because technically it comes from the ain't oh my god my veins. (laughs) Um, So she's devastated when they tell her that it's a, a gag and a joke. And she throws her bouquet down, and Danny has to have this very long (laughs) conversation with her. This was all an illusion put on for you, Michelle, because we don't want to have to... We don't want to have to commit you. We, we don't want to have to use these drugs on you. <laughs> I think it's a long con for Michelle to go to Chuck E. Cheese yeah. because she keeps saying, Oh, honeymoon, okay, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese, Steve. We've been married. Like, uh-huh. Let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. And then when DJ and Steve apologize to her, they're like, we'll give you anything you want. This is your opportunity to get whatever you want. She's like, oh, I could go for some pizza, maybe a giant rat on a skateboard. <laughs> Maybe play some Jurassic Park, Simpsons Arcade. Some Hunger Hunger Hip. Hunger Hunger Hip. We can give you part of that giant rat on a skateboard. Excuse me? That's it. Opens closet. (laughs) And then that's it. Like, her heart is healed. It's broken for, like, maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, she's over it. Oh. Or is she? Cut to the cookie in the drawer, uneaten. <laughs> Slow zoom in on it. One there's, day, there's my an Steve M, will come. And then we see, we don't know what's doing it, but a plus S is suddenly written in icing underneath. <gasps> Inexplicably, the cookie says M, and then it just turns, and it turns into a W, and that's the ultimate, like, David Lynch clipping. We're like, who's W? <laughs> Who is W? <laughs> Um, and that's the episode. Uh, let's pass out some common awards for wolf-worthy fashion. Woof. These are the awards that go to the individuals with the worst sense of fashion. Fashion. I'm going to have to give it to Becky. She comes in with Stephanie in that scene where Stephanie saves the book report. And she's wearing her, like, crazy leopard dress that goes oh down to her God. toesies. Yeah. But she's also wearing that enormous denim black jacket and movie star Jackie O sunglasses. And she looks like... A cuckoo banana bread puff. I think she looks crazy. Yeah. Please feel free to wolf with us. Who you giving it to? Um. Oh my god. I don't even. Everyone's disgusting. Everyone makes me sick in this show. I guess probably Michelle in the wedding dress. Very bone chilling, awful, troubling image to me personally. Just because they've let this ladies, this tiny lady's grip on reality becomes so tenuous that that she really does think that she's going to get married and I don't know what she thinks at this point. Like, I, I don't know how much she knows. The, why are all these tiny... Because I feel like all the little girls I know are disgusted by boys. They don't have crushes on boys. They're, 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 they're gross them. I mean, some kids get fascinated by that stuff really early on. The whole idea of like 
what is romance? What like boyfriend, girlfriend, like some kids, they, they hit the ground running with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, I think it is realistic that at this age, Michelle might like want to know about those things. Mm-hmm. But the really unrealistic part is that no one tries in any way to temper her expectations. And I do appreciate that you're wanting to punish her fashion <laughs> because the entire family like lets her believe this delusion. And now you're like, oh, and also, bitch. You look bad in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize what we were. What we were yeah, yeah. The worst sense of fashion. Worst sense of That's fashion. That's what the award goes to. Oh, well, we have to start. Well, over it's now. definitely the leopard dress. I can't. I can't think of anything more tr- like terrible. So it's two awards for Becky. Mm-hmm. There. Oh, Kimmy was wearing this like weird turtleneck. Oh thing. yeah. Um, it that, had, that it was like it was like all black mesmerized and like, by. Yeah. It was like, it had like That's... tricks shapes on it. Yeah. It looked yeah. like a cereal outfit. I'm going to give it to Michelle for her opening outfit, that green and yellow like suspenders thing she was wearing. It's I, a Toys R Us kid. Neon. Yeah, I found it kind of, I, I just don't like that green and yellow combo. Green and yellow, green and yellow. Woof, 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 I have a question. Did you have any like young crushes? Like oh, as a small child, yeah, as yeah, a teeny tiny child, yeah, like uh, well, or like, what was your first like? Oh, I think I, I think I, you know, I like this person, or if it was, if it was anything like that. Oh no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably like th- there were like I think probably right around fifth grade was mm-hmm. when I started like getting crushes on people. That seems about right. That's what I. That's I don't want to name names. <laughs> Of the Even small I... children at the time <laughs> that I had crushes on in elementary school. Shepherd Elementary School, <laughs> Plano, Texas. Well, there was Ashley. <laughs> Ashley Bad bitch. was 10 years old. So beautiful. <laughs> I don't want to go in depth to this because it's just kind of gross and it's off topic. But there was also Renee. <laughs> <laughs> These real people. Well, Ashley's real. (laughs) Ashley, I definitely had a crush on, but uh, oh, and there was this weird time where we were in choir class, and she was like, "She Ashley, Ashley," and (laughs) she and she she uh, was practicing a song, and she called me into the the office, just me and like the choir room, like we were all practicing stuff, and she called me in and was like, "Will you listen to me sing?" And you're like playing with your buttons. Yeah, like, I was like, oh goodness, um, Mary. Okay. <laughs> and I like listened to her sing her little song, and I was like, that was really nice, Ashley. I really liked it. <laughs> Got a boner. Yeah, and meanwhile, I was like, oh no, I have to walk around with a big boner. <laughs> Ten years old, and it's not okay. <laughs> I was doing in my own juices. <laughs> what did you like about Ashley so much? Um. She's cool. She's she's a cute lady, I guess. Probably at the time, I just thought <laughs> she was cute a cute lady. <laughs> and she talked to me. That's about it. At that age, like those are my two qualifiers. Is like you, you cute me. lady. You talk to me. <laughs> you <laughs> a ten. <laughs> I mean, that's still like you know step one and two right there. Yeah. <laughs> you pretty lady. <laughs> you, you talk, talk to, to me. me. You a ten. <laughs> I think that's my Tinder profile. <laughs> You're just like, yes, yes. It's just a photo of me crying. And then you talk to me. 
Yes. I, I feel like this was a question during like some other wedding themed episode. Uh, but the thing that I wanted to ask was like, have you ever in any way like pictured yourself at like your wedding and thought to yourself like what that would involve or like what you would like to have happen? Probably like a really low key, easygoing wedding that's outdoors and there's a tent and there's like bands playing. Bands? There's like multiple bands. (laughs) All at once. It's like it's like a really fancy Lollapalooza. (laughs) No. Uh, and uh, I feel like I would have no dress code. People would just kind of come in whatever they want. Um, Such a shabby chic wedding. It would just be like the train. Yeah, the transition from a wedding ceremony to reception would be pretty seamless. It wouldn't be like... Go to another location and all that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that we go from like very formal, very serious, there's a violin player, and then... To like now we're allowed to be like... Yeah, now we can... trashy around Now we can have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I always think that's weird at receptions where it's like children are there, but it's like, no, 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 no. Like, get fucking drunk. It's an open bar. I'm like... Yeah, but there are so many parents here and little kids. Yeah. Do we really want to be mixing? Yes. The other, my other yes. big pet peeve. You want to drink? My other big pet peeve about weddings is the daddy-daughter dance. That That's needs disgusting. to go. And they always play like some... Well, the mom and the, and the groom dance, too. Yeah, no, I that's think, also. I think that's, I think that's a, it's a weird. I don't really understand what it's meant to evoke well, or imply. About I know the relationship. what it, it's because, like, I went to some wedding, and uh, it, it, the, it was the daddy daughter dance, and they're they're dancing, and they play this country song, and the lyrics song. to the song were, "I held her first, I held her first. And I don't remember the other lyrics, but basically comparing, basically comparing a father's loving embrace for their child to the sexual romantic embrace of a husband. It's a problem. I, I think it's yeah. fun when you watch them and they're like, oh, it's a song that isn't like a slow dance song. It's a song that like... Me and my father used to like jam out to, and now we're oh, gonna, like, that's jam fine. out like right now. I think now. that's fine. Like, those are th- when I see it. But those, when it's I'm like, super oh, that's serious, and it's yeah. like, I'm no longer yours, Daddy. Right. You no longer possess me. <laughs> I am this man's possession now, <laughs> Daddy. Give don't him, cry. <laughs> give him the. The, the chest mm-hmm. of the dowry chest. <laughs> with, with your riches. Yes. <laughs> give him the donkey, father. And he will give you the... I don't, I don't know. It is tradition for the father to watch the groom fuck the bride. <laughs> I had her first. I have to find this song. Do you remember any other lyrics from that? Oh, oh man. I held her don't. first. I held her first. Held her, yeah. I saw a picture once of uh, on Facebook that someone like just randomly sent because it was so fucking bizarre. So it's this grown ass man, and he has three boys of like slightly varying ages, but like the oldest is. I loved her first. I loved her first by Heartland. I I loved her first. I I hailed her her first. first. Let's hear this song. Oh. Oh God. This is my cousin's wedding, too, so they'll be very upset if they listen to this podcast. Yeah, 
compare those two kinds of relationships. Shot of his fingers digging into her, <laughs> but but the bride is like it's fine. It's I so hard to let go of my daughter's cold flesh. I murdered my daughter. <laughs> you can you can have her now. She's dead. That was disturbing. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, so I saw it's yeah. it's this grown ass man. He has three boys. Oldest is probably ten. And there's this infant in the center of this family portrait. The mother is nowhere to be found. I don't know mm-hmm. where the mother is. The little girl is in like a pink tutu princess outfit. Mm-hmm. They're all in like camo and they all have guns. And the sign that she's holding says, if you hurt her, you're going to have to answer to me and me and me and me. And the idea is like, we will fucking murder you. Blow your brains out. If you touch my sister, you fuck my sister, my daughter. <laughs> It's fucking disgusting. Are these the YouTube comments? Please yeah. tell me there are gems in the YouTube comments. There are I some people. First. Uh, some people say like, first. all I can really say is, "Wow, anyone with a daughter and a heart will understand." And the response to that is, "Want do it raw." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if you're aware, but the YouTube comments can often be. Quite lewd and non sequitur. <laughs> bitch, kill yourself. <laughs> it's a little girl's flute recital. Yeah. Bitch, kill yourself. <laughs> Holy hell. Brandon, I think it might be time for that classic it's question. question. Yes. So, uh, Brad. Um, first. Um, catchphrases are a big part of this show. We uh-huh. have how rude. You got it, dude. Have mercy. Um, uh-huh. So, my question to you is a two parter. A. Did you have a catchphrase growing up? Just something you said a lot as a kid? Uh-huh. And then B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? I don't think I had a catchphrase back then. If not, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> if not, I call, don't even worry about it. Uh, I call things garbage all the time. As I'm a always, kid? Well, no, as a grown-up. That's your grown-up. I say, I say garbage. That's garbage. You're garbage. Everything is garbage. <laughs> They say it constantly. So many adult catchphrases boil down to, I'm unhappy, don't talk to me, leave me alone, I hate yeah. this, I hate yeah. this. I like, I like that, just any form of like garbage. Garbage. Oh, and gaping maw. I'm always saying, <laughs> I'm always saying like, 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 let me shove this pizza down my gaping my maw. My gaping maw. Uh, I fell into a, a, a gaping, gaping maw of insanity. You know, I'm always saying, 
everything is a gaping moth. <laughs> oh, godless dystopian, godless dystopian hellscape. Everything is. A, <laughs> I'm always saying. <laughs> you this think I'm joking? Dystopian hellscape is yeah. garbage. Yeah, I'm always saying those three things: garbage, gaping maw, and godless hellscape. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Thank you also for coming in today. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry you oh, had to watch this a creepy pleasure to be display. here. It was so. Short. I couldn't believe how short it was and how little... Oh, that's what you meant when you were like, that was an episode? That was a whole thing. And I felt like the, there was so little content. Uh, is there anything that you would like to promote? Uh, ways that people can see you perform? Anything? Um, I would promote Camp Psychopathways, my musical. Well, not my musical. It, it's a musical I wrote with my fr- uh, friend and roommate, Danny Galvin. And it's going up at IO Chicago... Wednesdays at 8.30 in October. And then I'm also on the IO Herald team, Devil's Daughter. I'm enunciating so everyone knows what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, They haven't yeah. understood you this okay, entire okay. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's Improvised Legends of the Hidden Temple, which, which has, has one, one more, more show, show on Tuesday. Um, it's at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. It's in a very big theater. The big the theater, missions. The big boy theater. Yeah, because um, it's just packed. Everyone loves to go. It's, it's kind of insane. Yeah. it's. I would say it's the new TJ and Dave. I mean, Brandon, like, we used to use the volunteer, yeah. but people were screaming to get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, get tickets now is all I'm saying. Get tickets now. If you're lucky. If there's a, if there's a mm-hmm. thing left. Standing room? Waiting list. Wait, wait list. Yeah, it's the new... I'm going to go further. It's not the new TJ and Dave. It's the new Hamilton. Brad, thank you again. Uh, There are many ways you can listen to the show. If you are listening in iTunes, that means you're a subscriber. You're downloading. Go to the iTunes store. Leave a five-star review. Uh, If you want to stream, that's on Stitcher or Libsyn. That's howrypodcast.libsyn.com. We're on Facebook. You can find supplemental materials. I can tell you right now what I'm going to use for this episode in terms of supplementals. Collage of sexy Garfield photos, oh, so you'll yeah. have a reference for what we were talking about. Uh, the full music video for I Fucked Her First, and uh, that's probably going to be it. Uh, and then you can also email us at thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. We get one person consistently sending us uh, emails, and yes, we are aware that Fuller House Season 2 is coming out. <laughs> I'm, and I'm also on know. Tumblr. Check out my Tumblr, Brad53199. <laughs> is that really it? <laughs> yeah. What do you put up on your Tumblr? Oh, all kinds of pictures and things. I also have Brad's goddamn dog blog that's a Tumblr. <laughs> What's that? Um, it's all just photos of dogs. <laughs> Is that real? That's real. Yeah. Oh, it's real. Oh, it's I've real. seen it. And it's just you reblogging photos of dogs? Reblogging. Or? Any photo of dogs I find on Tumblr. Oh, I'll dog. Reblog it. Oh, okay. Dog. Yeah, any. Any image, video. Do you video. take submissions? No, but they. If you want to submit photos of dogs to me, I'll put them on my Tumblr. Brad's That's what goddamn I meant. dog blog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and fictitious and dear diarrhea. I forgot to plug those. Those are two shows at IO. You should look those what up. What are those? You should look them up. Yeah. <laughs> do the research. Do the research. We're we're also on uh, Twitter. I'm at B double E shock J O N P E R N I S E K. Brad underscore Pike on Twitter. <laughs> Your full handle is there's no on Twitter at the end. Oh, it's I, I wasn't sure if we we're doing our Twitter handle. Yeah, we are doing our okay. Twitter handles. Brad underscore Pike. There it is. Great. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. I say the phrase and we'll see you next time on. Mm-hmm. And then together as a group we'll say the t- the phrase how rude. And okay. Brain will do something funny.
Okay. When was the last time you saw Brandon do something funny? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Think real hard. There's a. <laughs> there's level up. Great, oh, great. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't keep editing. I cannot keep editing these things out. No, why would you edit that out? <laughs> Level up. A run great, from, run really from the skulls, sketch show. It was video game themed. They had a projector screen. That's right. I didn't know you came to that show. I did. I really enjoyed it. I love that they committed fully to the video game theme, theme. and the audience got to interact just like a video game. Fist <laughs> 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 your day, Brandon. <laughs> I'm Brandon Shockney. I'm John Pernasek. I'm Brad Pike. And we'll see you next time on How Red Red Right. Take your photo of me off your rug. <laughs> I'm a rarity now. Shh, 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 puppy. You're my dog. You're my dog now. <laughs> well, well, are you taking pictures of me? Put on the wedding dress. Put on the dress. This is for the <laughs> What? I can't understand a word the dog is saying. This is inappropriate. <laughs> I'm gonna turn out the lights. <laughs> I can't see. I only see in rack and right. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs> Heard a puppy yapping, can't stand dogs who interrupt my napping. So I went to have a chat with Odie, told the puppy dog he ought to hit the road. He said, no way, tried to contradict me. That was when the little puppy licked me. Oh, how I want to kick and clobber when I get covered with doggy slobber. But I was polite as I was able, and I kicked the doggy off the table. Landed on the floor right in a heap. Next time you won't interrupt my sleep. The guy I lived with got real sore. I said, hey, what are puppies for? Fly around, get fat. That's what it takes to be a cat. Meow. That's called being a cat. Fly around, get fat. You'll be sitting I was having a snack and this guy comes in with a sack full of food he said it was really great. Made for cats who are a little overweight. Well, he persisted with his plan, so I scoped the label out on the can. Meat byproducts is how they try to sell parts of the cow they can't identify, but he said it was good for my waist and he forced me to take a little taste. I thought the stuff that he brought home tasted like ground-up styrofoam. He gave me a bowl, but I couldn't complete it. I said, hey, if it's so good, why don't you eat it? Fly around, get fat. That's what it takes to be a cat. Meow. That's called being a cat. Fly around, get fat. You'll be sitting pretty. I 
go out on the fence Down the street from my residence I bring my horn and I play a little gem Starting at 3, maybe 4 a.m. People in the building right across the way Get a special kind of treat when I start their day Is there any better one to start off all their morns Than the coolest cat with the hottest of horns I play some jazz and I play some blues And they offer tips in the form of shoes Come the morning and they walk out on the street Lots of folks in their little stocking feet But I am pleased to make them all a deal Pays for a heck of a breakfast meal Fly around, get fat. That's what it takes to be a cat. Meow. That's cool, baby, cat. Fly around, get fat. You'll be People always want to pat the furry head of a kitty cat. How many times have I heard it said, Oh, he's cute, as they rub my head. It was fun long ago, but the fun's been fading. I used to find a thing quite degrading till I came up with the solution. All I needed was a little financial restitution. People pet me now and all is fine till I show them the price list on my sign. Pet the kitty on the head and neck. I accept credit cards, cash or check. And next week our special rate begins for folks who want to scratch me under my chin. Fly around, get fat. That's what it takes to be a cat. Meow. That's cool, baby cat. Fly around, get fat. You've been sitting pretty, kitty cat. When they catch sight of this classy feline Saturday night I pick up my date That's the time we must celebrate Some guys are trouble, some guys are fun I'm Michael Jackson all rolled into one She has more fun than she's ever known Still she'll yearn for that moment alone That's the moment that goes to the heart Then I smell something and quickly depart What's so important I'll leave her with ease Homemade lasagna with plenty of cheese This is the end of the Garfield rap Now pass me a pillow, it's time for my nap Let's go! 